generals, welcome to the One Graham Army Podcast and this very special live stream with the OGA OG himself, Nicholas Fleeski Flebo Jackson. What the fuck's going on, sir? Oh, whoa, let me get this on mute. Am I unmuted now? Yeah, can you're you unmuted. Me? I can hear you. <laughs> oh. Yeah. oh, you know, it's that a sit. I had to just like sit in the green room waiting for the knock on my door, you know, just sit here and shut up and wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait for your cue. You got to be waiting in the wings. Wait for your cue. How, how you doing, man? Long time, no talk. I know. It's been a minute. It's been a minute since you've been on. I mean, I don't know. Pretty much everything's the same as last time I talked to you. I didn't really know. Nothing's really different. Every, everything's the same. Nothing's different. I am stuck in my house. I am not working. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I saw that meme. Good. I'm just over here doing nothing. Nothing, you know? Yep. No, it's all it's all been pretty much the same for me. I you know, I I keep trying to figure out why there's no toilet paper in the store and why nobody's out walking around, but you know, I'm sure I'll figure it out at some point. I told you about the guy who gave me the free twenty four rolls. No, yeah, I saw you post that on Facebook. Tell us about that. Uh, you know, just I was sitting there going to load up my cars and guy said, Hey, there's 24 rolls of toilet paper for you. I said, man. no, man, I can't take that. He said, my job's giving them away. So, hey, God bless that man, whoever you are. Thank uh, you. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, and because that's the thing, too, is I saw somebody had, like, did the math on it, like all those people who were buying, like, 30, you know, those giant packs of toilet paper where basically it was like if you use 20 sheets of paper per dump, for a family of four, everyone would have to take a dump for like a hundred dumps a day for three straight yeah, nights exactly. before you I ran out of that toilet paper. No, I saw that. Exactly. And you know me, I'm, it's, it's me. I have 14, I got gave them to my neighbor and I got 14 rolls of toilet paper and I'm like, yeah, that's going to last me like the next, that might last me to Armageddon, you know? So it's, <laughs> oh, yeah. I got plenty. Yeah. yeah. I was fortunate enough that when all this started, I actually had just bought toilet paper. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I was a little bit out in front of the shopping thing, too, although I'm sure people have heard the beginning of the end time story enough. Um, but, yeah, part of the other reason I definitely wanted to do a podcast with you, other than, you know, I enjoy talking to you and it's been a long time, is that you're part of sort of a, uh, as far as social media and the Internet is concerned, all you ever hear about is, uh, you know, all these people in quarantine and how you know how difficult it is for them and like there's a lot of people like you that work in the service industry who are still you know working and or lost their jobs and their only option is to go out and you know get it yeah well getting it is the coronavirus and that's the risk i'm taking because (laughs) i don't mean to laugh yeah. But that is the only option they left me with. That's it. That's yeah. all they left me with. But I have no choice. You know, we got to put foods in kids' mouths, so that's what we have to do. Yeah. You know, figure it out. No, I, but like that, we were talking about. Yeah, good. Um, but like we were talking about before that, you know, it's my man, uh, Doug Deuce, you know, Mayor or Governor Doug Deucey, who just implemented that $600 unemployment rate uh, of gain for Arizona. Hey, man, give the guy a round of applause, Doug Deucey. Yeah. I mean, this, this guy, yeah, I, you know, whatever. Good, thank you, Doug. Doug Deuce. Thank you, man. That's eight forty a week, man. I'm gonna be floating. I'm gonna be okay. Hopefully, yeah, you know, yeah. if you when it comes through. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I'm saying once it comes through, you know, I mean, that makes a big difference for a lot of people. 
Uh, for some reason, I'm losing a lot of frames here. I don't know why I'm doing that. Sorry, the, the stream is always telling me that I'm it had been running fine to this point, but now it's telling me that I'm losing a lot of frames. Oh, let's see something here real quick. Probably not, I don't even know what that technical jumbo stuff is. Yeah, well, the live stream will tell you, like, hey, your live stream's not doing very well. You may want to uh, may want to check something out. I was checking something right now. I apologize for this delay, listeners. Um, what is bugging out here? Uh, oh, it's the program. The program causing the problem is the program running the program. So we'll just keep on rolling. <laughs> That's always helpful. But yeah, like you said, yeah, you do. That, but like you said, you know that that additional money for people who are out of work is going to make a huge difference for them. You know, I mean, it's the you know it's the it's the difference between the complete collapse of our society and you know people being able. And you're also basically paying people to be like, hey, look, stay inside for a little while till we figure this out. Yeah, no, that's totally fine with me. I mean, you know, like I was saying, Arizona had the second lowest unemployment in the country so 240 a month is hardly going to get you by yeah i mean it's hardly going to get you by so that was i mean i just want this out last night so hope we'll keep our ears crossed from that other than that i've been hitting the door dash up the yeah. nice thing about the door dash is most, most people just like leave it at my door don't knock don't do anything just leave it there yeah i'm like sure well and sure. that would have been nice before the global pandemic to have people be like hey leave me alone uh, you you yeah, do the same exactly That'll, that'll work. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel for you though, because realistically, like the heroes of all of this to this point are obviously healthcare providers, but almost exactly in line with them are delivery drivers, people working at the grocery store, uh, you know, the people who work for the post office, people working at UPS, Amazon employees, like those people are now the new troops. Like I wish they would make. Remember when everybody well, pretended to deep. care about the troops and they made those ribbons? They should have like a service industry ribbon that you can put on your car. Yeah, no, I, I feel like I, I feel like I need one. You know, like hey, you know, you do. I mean, support the service industry. But well, you know, it's good to hear. It's like I, I got into this argument with somebody online, and he's like, his lady worked for fast food, and she, he's like, all of a sudden they're an essential worker now, but before they weren't worth fifteen dollars. Not telling my yeah. brother this the other day. I told somebody this the other day, and it's like. You know, the most important people right now actually are the truckers who are driving shit from store to store to store mm -hmm. to store, and they got to eat fast food. So it just goes yep. to show you how the economy can change directions and be like, yo, you're much more important now because you strive in this country. I mean, but, but health, you know, healthcare workers are definitely most important, but these truck drivers, I mean, you ever go to a grocery store at 6 in the morning now? They're not empty. Yeah, not empty. exactly. All yeah. of those... All of those people are busting their asses, and hopefully what it ends up meaning when all of this is over is that we can radically restructure our thoughts on how our society is constructed. You know, it, it may, you know what, maybe it turns out you don't need to like go out and eat 6,000 calorie dinners every night in a giant restaurant slathered in butter. You know, maybe you don't, maybe you can eat your leftovers, you know, maybe you can. Yeah. You know, maybe you can drive around less. You know, maybe there are like these giant swaths of the population. They're out there choking up the highways. And it turns out they probably could have just been working from home this whole time. No, exactly. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's, there's always some good to come out of bad. And I think like the whole notion of people will learn how to live within their box and their means and 
slow down. Like even the pollution. You yeah. see those post pictures of like no no planes or birds flying and shit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy. Just, maybe it's just it's, yeah. You know, it's a, it's a change. I mean, it's not the best change. It's not the only way nobody wants to go to a change. No, but, you know, no, you're no, gonna no. have to change regardless. Yeah, yeah no, you're gonna have to change regardless. Yeah, no, it's so. it's not the ideal way to arrive at this, but it is an interesting silver lining sort of underlying story of this is how quickly nature has responded to just people staying home more, you know, like, hey, if you can work from home, work from home and look at that, you know, the air quality in Los Angeles is better than it's ever been, you know, you can see the fish in the water in the canals of Venice, you know, there's a, it is funny in California too, though, because mountain lions are starting to move into neighborhoods now that there's no cars driving around but you know yeah. you gotta you take the good with the bad you know yeah no exactly i mean it's even crazy because you got major companies have given out three months of of shit which they've never done before well and they're showing that you can bend a little bit you can do these kind of things and not be you know and still be you know a success so it's like i said you know like you said the mind shifts of a lot of people are going to change and even then, so, you know, like afterward, people hopefully learn to live with not so much. Right. Yeah. Just um, go home, you know, and then and, you know, spending time with your kids and spending and also, you know, spending time with yourself. I know that, that's what I kind of mentioned at the top of this podcast is everybody's bitching about being home alone or their kids aren't in school or whatever, completely ignoring the fact that a shitload of people are a still working and b still like out and about, you know, um, mm-hmm. that you know, that complaining is kind of unnecessary because you're at, what you're getting actually is an opportunity to spend time together in a very uncertain time. So it may motivate you to make the most of it. Yeah. And hopefully you do, you know, hopefully people take advantage of the time. I mean, I, I said, you know, you asked me this three days ago before I found out about this unemployment, but it's different. I have a different aspect, you know, cause I was stressed out. I didn't know what I was going to do financially. And still, I mean, 840 is not a great amount of money, but it definitely, opens up the doors to more room to explore. So Yeah. Yeah. Well yeah, imagine yeah, what sort of benefits society would have if we had universal basic income or something. I mean that's basically what they've implemented. It's like if you don't work, the government is going to give you enough money to survive. And now like and I wonder what people are gonna do, you know? I wonder what comes out the yeah. other end of this. Yeah, no, I mean it should be I mean there should be some good to come out of it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, I'm sure between for me and you, the number one thing we've noticed, which it was the fir- it was the first thing that made me be like, okay, this shit is super serious, was when they started canceling sports, like the whole oh, yeah. seasons yeah. of sports. And I was like, look, man, like when because that was when people weren't taking it serious. And I was like, you think those greedy fucking billionaires just turned down a season's worth of money on a lark, like? You know, on something that was uncertain. No, that's no. when that's when it became. Yeah, that's when it became like really like yeah, yeah. People started taking it serious. Yeah, I mean it's kind of ignorant, you know, to say like as soon as like Tom Hanks got it, everybody's like, oh shit. Yeah. Tom Hanks got it. Yeah. Oh man, this is serious. You know, like yeah. this is serious. Not it's the, one of those not things. Not the first guy who ate the bat. Yeah. So. Exactly. Yeah. Well, because it's it's one of those things where it's like yeah, it's uh it's sad, but it makes a lot of sense that that was what it took to get people. Fired up, and I am going to use this as a bit of a shameless plug. So um, there's two people watching the live stream right now. Although oddly enough, I get like all these like hits after the stream. So I guess people watch backlogs on Twitch, and then I'll post this on YouTube, and then the audio will be a podcast. Uh, but um, so what I'm going to do though, since there is no baseball, right? So what I'm doing is 
I am playing, I'm going to run a simulation of every day of the Major League Baseball season on MLB The Show 20 on PlayStation. And I am, but you have the updated rosters for my White Sox, right? Because you know we're World Series bound this year. Yeah, no. So look, listen, I'm telling you. So I, I got the latest live rosters, which as far as I know, were updated to like what the team should have looked like after spring training. I got, uh, and, I, and I have everything set up. And for the first few games, I was just playing the Cubs games and simulating it. But I've been posting on Facebook the box scores for all the teams every day. And then what I'm going to start doing now that I know the stream works, because uh, I tested it out today, I'm going to go in and like very carefully manipulate all the camera angles, set it up as best I can. And then once a day, I will have the OGA MLB game of the day, and I will let the computer simulate that day's game like just one game that's on the schedule that day i may do multiple games in a day you know especially if i don't need to use my playstation but you know what else am i doing <laughs> and so i'm but I, so yeah i may stream multiple games a day and uh you know use it to give people something to look forward to you can put it on in the background the graphics are phenomenal on the most recent baseball game, you could sit and watch it. It what difference does it make? I mean, it is equally as real as you sitting and watching a baseball game anyway. Well, yeah, I mean, it's the closest thing you did, and I'm sure, I'm sure everybody just wants something. I mean, you might get this big. You might have people betting on those games. Yeah, and they can too because I'm not because yeah. I'm not going to manipulate them at all. I'm not going to like change anything. I'm and you know, I'm just going to let it play through. And then if you follow me, you can see the. Uh, you know, you can see the updates, you can see the box scores. They, there's a ticker on every game so you can see the scores. And I think people may enjoy it. You know, if enough, if enough yeah. people request it specifically that there's like five or six people who specifically are like, Hey, I want to see the Rangers game today. I'll just stream that game and let the computer figure it out. It's all random chance. Anyway, like I said, it's like watching a baseball game. Will they actually show you the game, or is it just going to simulate the stats? No, no, no. It it shows you a high-quality, high-resolution computer simulation of every pitch of that baseball game. Now you might be onto something here. You might be onto the future. Yeah. You might be onto the future here well, of I mean, online sports watching. Well, and that's what I'm saying. Forward. It's an interesting. It's an interesting commentary too on what we what it is that we consider to be our reality. Like how you know you have as much connection to an actual baseball game being played on TV as you do to watching a video game. Yeah, pretty much. And well, it'll be 100 correct. Yes. Yeah, and if I'm not playing the game, there's no meters or other weird things or like little circles under the player. I could see people getting lost in it. And like I said, the graphics this year are insane. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, it, it easily something good. Like, there's no sports. I like a uh-huh. sports right now. I was lucky. I caught some spring training games. Well, I caught one. Yeah. So I was lucky. I got the last tape of baseball. I almost went to the Cubs White Sox game too, but that was the last day that that was the day they canceled it. Yeah. The Cubs White Sox spring training game. Yep. But yeah, no, I mean, some people get into it. I mean, too bad I don't care much about baseball. The hype, I'd get into it. Did an NFL special, even an XFL special. <laughs> Maybe I'd get into it. Well, <laughs> I, I don't. Into the XFL. I mean, I was too. I was enjoying that too. That was really bogus. Uh, but and like I said, though, you you know, you never know. Like, cause you watch some baseball during the year. Maybe you know, eventually, maybe you'll be at the house and you'll be bored, and you just flip on that street and just do it like you would a baseball game. Just let it play in the background. 
You know, show Yeah, up. no one be coming. When it comes to the Cubs White Sox thing, I might watch it. I might want to see what yep. happens there. That might be the best excitement of I get all all sports season this year. It's gonna it's this gonna happen. Year for sports. And it'll be totally up to the computer how it shakes out. And I know a lot of my listeners don't give a shit because I've seen what happens to the numbers when I talk about baseball, but I think this is important for people who do. And maybe if you don't, maybe you'll get into weird virtual matrix baseball, uh, you know, in light of the current situation. But you might be setting the tone for other sports, like the NFL season might come about. There might not be something else. Next thing you know, you got the Madden season going, and people yeah. are watching what's going on with that. You might just be setting the tone. You might It's called setting a pattern that's, you know, people eventually follow. Yeah, it may. Next, it, you know, next you know, there's no money left in professional sports. It's all going to your pocket. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. I, well, and I hope so, too. I, now, I don't know for sure. I mean, I assume somebody else is doing this, but I just want to do it for my friends. Like, it's the OGA MLB. Like, I'm like the baseball commissioner. but I'm, but I'm And I'm going to mess with it even less than the baseball commissioner would because I'm just going to let the computer do it, you know? And because like it's you a said, cup loser game. You don't have to save it. And then you can go back and have another <laughs> game. Okay. No, no, no. People <laughs> will people will know that they lost. Like I said, I have to play every day. And my plan with the Cubs is I will personally play a couple games every series. And if they're if the series is split or I'm winning the series when it gets to the last game, that's the game I'll stream. So you know, haters can get on there and root against me. So I mean, you're playing at the Cubs. So I imagine that the skill level that you have the game at is easy. Or yeah. beginner. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I play that game a lot. It's all set to dynamic, which is why that first game I won by like 20 runs. But I even mentioned when I posted that, I was like, all I did was not tell this game I've played it before. It's going to figure that out real quick and start making it more difficult. Yeah. So like the numbers will level out to the point where eventually, you know, I won't be as good as the computer team anymore. No, that's good. That's good. That's good. So it's a fair league. You're a fair commissioner. So I like to hear. Yeah, no, and, and I'm like I said, I'm not going to manipulate any scores. I'm not going to do it. If, if you may see the Cubs like you know have an outburst one day where they score 16 runs, but that was just because I got bored and that wasn't the game I was streaming that day, and I wanted to play it. Yeah, hundred hundred win seasons every year, you know. <laughs> yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, well, White Sox at the bottom of the pit. I understand. No, yeah. I'm not. But I'm see. That's what I'm saying. I'm not going to mess with any of that. I'm not going to mess with any other teams. I'm not going to do anything to them. You know, I'm certainly not like you know, like if the Cardinals have some guy that's just like punishing the Cubs pitching, I'm definitely not going to like put him on the Orioles. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's good. That's good. We'll see. I'll keep up. I'll keep up with it as much as I can. Yeah, yeah. We'll see, yeah, we'll see how it happens. Check the standings. You got to post the standings too. You got to do all that kind of stuff. See where our teams are. You know. Yeah. So, so right. See. So that's the deal. So every day I'm going to post the box scores, and then every Friday I'm going to post the standings and uh, the league leaders. So you can look at those. And then I, you know, if it take if it gets real popular, I'll just put it. The sh- I'll put all those stats on my website. You know what I mean? I'll update the website every day with that information. Mm-hmm. But uh, it would have to be a lot of people streaming those games. But I think people are going to enjoy it, man. I had like 10 or 15 people watching me play the game earlier, and a lot of them were like, oh, thank you, like because it felt like watching baseball. And I was playing it, so it had all the goofy, like, you know, meters and, like, lights and yeah, yeah. all the interstitial stuff that shows you that you're playing a baseball game. I'd be interested to see how enjoyable it would be to have a streamed game on in the background. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a great concept to do it in these times of quarantine. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a great idea. Good. Yeah, 
Good, yeah, hope that, you know, yeah. hope something works out for you. Because I'm not going anywhere for a while. And if, and if so happens that the Cubs and the White Sox make it to the World Series and you seen, I will go get a PlayStation and I will play against you. Yeah, oh, look, if that happens, like if it all shakes out and it's Cubs-White Sox, yeah, we will pl- we'll play all those games. Yeah, we play, and then we can since we can legally gamble online. We can even gamble. Yep. So yeah, okay, yep. I like this. And, all and right, get everybody else involved. You know, as you tell Corey, there's gambling involved. He'll be all in. Yeah. Yeah, gambling and hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder what that guy's stash of hot dogs looks like right now. I'm sure he's. That's the one guy I'm worried about in the toilet paper shortage because nobody takes more ships than him. Yeah. Um, well, and think about how much food it takes to feed that guy. Sorry for listeners who don't know, yeah. we're talking about a real fat guy we know. Um, but like, I just don't know, um, I don't like, how do you squirrel away enough food for that guy? Well, you see, you watched the, uh, the Tiger King show yet? Have you watched that yet? I dude, I'm only like one episode in and I'm hooked. I just started uh, watching it today. Oh, well that we don't see one part where they buy, you know, old stale food from Walmart. That's what they do in a truckload. Corey goes and talks. He makes deals with the Walmart. So he gets the truckloads of shit that's been pulled off the shelf. And then he picks it up. And then he drives it out. <laughs> yeah. No. Like, I, I, it's not hard to imagine that it would be some sort of zoo's worth of food. I'm sure. I'm sure they got the best barbecue going on right now. Shots out to those guys because I would be eating on the bar. No, they got a plethora of of kosher meat right now, which is probably mm-hmm. immune to the coronavirus. So, I would imagine. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, look, if yeah, you make the coronavirus, you make sure that it can't attach to your meat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> if you're responsible for this global pandemic because you're a Jew, you make sure it doesn't affect your meat. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> if I was selling kosher meat right now, I'd be on that. Like, oh, kosher yeah. meat doesn't get... How, how many coronaviruses are in Israel? I don't even know. I'm going to look that, I'm gonna have to look that up right yeah, now. They're probably just not saying. And, and also probably yeah, not. none. Yeah, probably not. I'm going I'm to do that stat right now. There are a few countries that are doing that. I've noticed Russia's like, we don't have a problem. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably because every time someone gets sick, you shoot them. Yeah, no, and I saw that post. There was a post of Putin who was like, Putin don't trust nobody. And he's in the meeting, the board meeting with the hazmat suit on. Yeah, he looks like a fucking astronaut. <laughs> <laughs> Good for that guy. He's like, no, you guys cannot do this. No, 3,619 people from Israel diagnosed. Oh, well, shit. So they are diagnosed. Yeah, but I still think that's on the bottom because we're still number one. So that's not even close. So. Yeah, America, USA, baby, number one. It's about time we're back on top of something. That's right. It's been a while. It's been a while. It's been a while. We're back. We're back, baby. We're back on top. Number one in mismanagement. Number one in inability to control this thing. We're out here. America, baby. Well, we got to talk about my man, Donald Trump. I I asked you with this because the whole thing about Trump saying that it comes from China, do you think that was racist? Uh, No. No, I don't. I don't think it is. I don't. I don't. I, I think what I think that is is a fucking point. Listen, I am me and Fleeski obviously not Trump supporters. Um, yeah, yeah. What I think that is is like a ham-fisted 
terrible way to somehow still be clinging to this like weird social justice warrior thing where you're like, you can't call it China disease. And I'm like, I don't care what he calls it as long as he buys ventilators. Like, what are you talking about? Are we still doing this? Dude, I saw some post on Twitter where it was some lady was like giving a speech where she was like, please remember that the coronavirus is a gendered disease disproportionately affecting women. And I was like, so like most women are, you know, out fixing the power lines and digging trenches and fixing your toilet. And, you know, is that do you really think that that's accurate or or even if it was true, do you think that matters right now? No, no, exactly. Does or uh, what really matters is, did it come right from now? China? Yeah. Did it come from China or not? Because that's all I said. He's making a point, and I don't think it was racist. No, I don't think so at all. No. Not even, a, like, it's, no. yeah, basically none. I mean, because somebody said it was like, what are we still calling the Chinese food, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that came from here. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. for all yeah. intents and purposes, that food is basically just American food that Chinese people made for a while. Oh, it's mm-hmm. a mess. It's a mess. Yeah, there are a lot of people who are still worried on the internet, still worried about very silly things like semantics. And I'm like, ah, uh, you know, mm-hmm. four million people applied for uninsurance on the same day. We really still doing this? Like, we really still like. Don't forget. Yeah, exactly. Don't forget that the people who have the same genitals as me are special in this circumstance. I'm like, I don't think they are. I think we're all. No. Think we're all in this together. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah, we're all in the same boat, and it's honestly one of the first times I can truly ever say that. We're all in the same boat. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Enjoy. Matter what you look like. Somebody's just been on this boat longer than some of you guys. That's it, you know. Yeah, some of us been on this boat. Yeah. yeah, some of us. Some of us have been used to constantly worrying about whether we can pay our bills or not. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I've been worried about that for a long fucking time. It just doesn't stress me out. It's probably the average person. I'm just like, you know what? It's gonna happen. If I get thrown out, I get thrown out. Whatever. Yeah. Deal. Cross that bridge when we get to it. When we get to that bridge. But you don't want to be the person to evict somebody who lost a job on coronavirus. Of course not. I have not. ABC That's News around bad... my house right away with yeah. my daughter on my arms. Like, man, they kicked me out. I was a bartender. I lost my job. That's a bad I mean, look. You don't want to be that person. No, you don't want those kind of optics. Oh, man. No. Uh, well, I think we can wrap this up. You, you got anything? It's really been good talking to you, man. I And, and expect to hear from me more often. I've been calling everybody. That's another thing about this is I've been bothering like Corey and Ricky and stuff and excuse me and everybody like people you know i don't even normally talk to i've been by because i'm just fucking super worried about everybody so it is good to talk to you and maybe that's another reason i wanted to do this podcast because we could chat and i could maybe encourage everyone else to you know call your friends you know especially if you're all long distance friends like we are you know see how everybody's doing yeah no i mean it's always it's always good it's always good to get on and shoot the shit yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's what we do, uh, especially in times like this. But a better time to have a conversation with somebody over the phone. My, yeah. my bonds with people have grown so much stronger with all this because we communicate to each other more. We don't, you know, you can't rely on anything else but talking to each other. Man, this might bring back a day where we'll write letters to each other and, and teaching our kids curse stuff again. It's gonna this be, might change a lot of things. It is. It is gonna make us rethink the way we all, you know, think about each other, and I think that's important. Well, yeah, we're all not going to want people to ever stand close to us ever again. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's for fucking sure. I've, 
in my lifetime, I may never go to a movie again. <laughs> I honestly, I honestly, you might be right. But I was talking to Brandon today, and I was like, man. I mean, if the unemployment thing kicks in, I might be taking a trip to Chicago. Like, who cares about flying? Yeah. I have better chance. I have just as much chances of getting on a plane as I do a city bus. And if I get a ticket to go back home for fucking two weeks, I just might do it for for two days. I might just go do it for twenty bucks. So I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. You know. We'll, well see. and that's another we'll thing too. There's going to eventually be a happy medium there where traveling by plane will be safer than any other mode of transportation because it'll just be you. Yeah. You ever? Get, I'm telling you, you ever get on a plane? And then luckily get out and have a whole road to yourself. That's oh, how you yeah. get in these days. That's been that's yeah, and it's been days. years since that's happened to me. So that's all you're getting. You know, if it splurges extra twenty bucks, sixty bucks to get on Delta, you don't have to fly Spirit anymore. You can enjoy the lap of luxury for a lot cheaper these days. I mean yep. it's not a good idea. It's not a good idea. I mean I saw a hotel in Phoenix right now that was a five star hotel for twenty bucks a night. I almost just wanted to pay the 20 bucks I don't have and cash in my change just to go stay in the pocket. Yeah, just stay so. there just to see what it's like. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like yeah, it's like picking through the rubble. It's like being in Dawn of the Dead and being in that mall, you know? Like being in yeah, exactly. Mall. <laughs> like, is this, it costs oh, 20 bucks to go to this resort? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh well, I'm going to wrap it. It's going to be back on the show. Fuck yeah. It's going to be it, back on the show, though. And this will, will obviously not be the last time, because I think we're going to have a lot of time on our hands. Well, I think when I told you that this was fake news, you decided you had to get me up here just to shove me up. That's okay. That's <laughs> what we do as a consumer of the product. We demand our voice be heard, and we have to go to extreme measures. So. Yeah. No, I didn't mean that. You know, especially, too, because I said it on the last episode. I was like, I'm not going to talk about this anymore. And then, like, over the last few days, I was like, look, I can't think about it. What else am I going to talk about? Baseball? <laughs> what, else, what else is going you gotta talk on? About it. Nobody's doing crazy shit on the Internet right now that isn't involved in this. I got nothing. Hey, you got to talk. That's all I have to talk about. That is, this is life, right? When they say ball is life, yep. the virus is life. That's yeah. what it is right now. <laughs> That's been the most shocking thing is that it is a rea- like we have absolutely, completely, and one hundred percent shifted the fabric of our reality, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Yeah, no, it could be. It could be good. You ever see the book of Eli? Keep that in mind, okay, everybody? Oh, God, yeah. Well, that's an interesting thing to go out on. I'd like to go out on something a little more positive and just reiterate <laughs> how glad I was you were able to be here. Um, and thank you. And follow Fleeski at Nomad Fleeski on Twitter, and I believe the same on Instagram. Yeah. Yeah, or just Fleeski. Just Google me, F L E A S K I. Sometimes three eyes. Think it's three eyes. Yeah, you'll find it. Yeah. All right, sir. You'll find me YouTube something or something. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna get off this phone and wrap this up, man. You be 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 super safe, and we will talk to you soon. And love out to all my bartenders, servers, cooks, everybody who lost a job. You know. It's okay, you know, figure it out. You know, as soon as you get a job back, you make 200 bucks your first shift. Don't even worry about it. You know it. All right, I appreciate it, sir. Be safe. Yep, take care. Peace out. All right, well, that will conclude this live stream slash podcast. I apologize for the audio quality on the podcast. I was set up to record it simultaneously, and I didn't hit record. And that's the kind of quality you've come to expect from the One Gram Army podcast. We will go out... Uh, not with the outro music, but with another of the weird beats that I pulled out of 
the crates to play to end these podcasts. Thank you again for watching. Don't forget to hit follow. Don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. And stay tuned. And baseball fans, I got something sweet coming for you. Good night, everyone.